Welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. Hello, Jamie. Hello, Adam. How's everything in the land of solar? Yeah, everything is going great. Uh, we have some exciting news that that uh, the California Public Utilities Commission is releasing their findings now that the election is done and the politicians won't get blamed for any <laughs> any trouble. Oh uh, but uh, everyone is sifting through the, uh, the documents and finding out what it actually means. Uh, I tried spending some time on it, but, uh, you know, obviously lots of bureaucratic people <laughs> and attorneys wrote it. And so it's not not all that clear, but it does appear there's going to be a phase in period. So I think we'll be in good shape for a little while, which is good. What, what are you speaking uh, of? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Net Energy Metering 3.0. Oh. Uh, this was started about this time last year. And then there was such a huge backlash. Basically, it was... Uh, PG&E uh, wants to change. Uh, so right now, customers, when they send power back to the grid, they get retail credit on it. And PG&E is uh, saying, eh, that's not really fair. And so they want to change it to wholesale credit or no credit. Oh. <laughs> and then... <laughs> that would be nice for them. The bigger... Yeah, that's that's one thing. Okay. And that's that's somewhat dealable. You know, that's that's something we can kind of work with. But the other part... That we can't really work with is the access fees. Right now, uh, solar customers pay about $11 a month uh, to be a PG&E customer. Right. And uh, PG&E says, well, you know, solar customers call us you know, 10 times more <laughs> than a non-solar customer. So really, they should be paying a lot more uh, for our services ah. and, and for using our power lines and all of that Got stuff, it. our distribution network. And so... The CPUC is listening to both sides of it, you know, saying, well, you know, on one side, the solar side saying, you know, this, it's not fair. And on the other side, PG&E saying it's not fair. And they have to decide, you know, what, who, who, uh, who is in the right. But right now, uh, the access fee is about $11 a month and PG&E wants to change it to $10 per kilowatt, mm. which means, you know, most people are in the six, seven, eight kilowatt range. Yep. And so they can go from $11 a month to like $80 a month, which uh, we think in the solar industry would really drastically reduce uh, someone's uh, inclination to go solar. Yeah. And then that also reduces, you know, the, the climate impact. And so that's where the, the solar industry is standing is uh, not so much on the financing side. Uh, cause then they sound very greedy, but they, they're oh, definitely yeah. the other side standing on the, uh, the climate side of, you know, yes. we don't really have a choice. We have to, uh, have to do something about this environment. Otherwise, uh, you know, we're not going to be around forever. So, or, you know, Mars might come around and we can try and figure out that planet. See if that's any better. I, I weirdly, Jamie, I can see PG&E's argument. 
Oh, for sure. For sure. But as you know, we've talked about in other podcasts, you know, it'd be great to, uh, you know, it's easy to target the solar customers. What's not so easy is, uh, you know, stop starting fires that burn down towns that cause multi-billion dollar lawsuits and settlements. And, and uh, you know, those are the things that will put pg and out of business much, much faster than, uh, you know, 3% of their customers going solar. Wow. <laughs> so it's, it's not, uh, you know, it's a really, really low impact uh, with a really high visibility. You know, the people who go solar are very vocal. And that's kind of why the CPUC did not release uh, their ruling before the elections that just happened in California, because yep. uh, then everyone would blame the politicians. So um, we'll see how it goes. And over the next couple of weeks, we'll continue to discuss it. Uh, I did also want to mention that uh, last week I was in Mexico and uh, saw tons and tons and tons of solar there. So uh, Mexico is is definitely is huge, huge territory. And if Mexico wanted, if they covered the entire, just their kind of their desert areas with uh, solar panels, they would be able to supply power for the United States, Canada, Mexico, and most of Central America. So, uh, Wow. I think they're starting to figure that out. Oh, <laughs> they're starting. Yeah, they they have a huge, huge, and you know, tons of sun and tons of uh, tons of demand, and their grid's not all that great. So uh, they're they're getting better. Uh, they do burn a lot of coal, and so electricity's pretty cheap. But uh, they're starting starting to get there. And I uh, turned on a bunch of people uh, to the Straight Talk Solarcast podcast. Oh. So lots of people are, are listening to it. So I'm going to say hello to our new uh, new listeners in Mexico. Right. And I will also say uh, uh, something that we were talking about while we were down there. It's Cayete uh, Chachalaca, which is a... Um, <laughs> as if you look at it, it was pretty, it's a pretty funny story, but it's, uh, it's, it's Googleable. For, okay. for <laughs> Sounds good. I know. I My know. Spanish, uh, not so good. Well, I'm sure you've heard Cayete. Yes, I know. Doesn't Cayete mean okay. quiet? <laughs> yep. And that means be quiet or shut up. And <laughs> there's a, a very loud bird uh, called a chachalaca. Uh, it looks a very prehistoric bird and it makes a lot of noise. And so, uh, but there's a famous political um, thing that happened, I guess, between uh, the King of Spain and uh, Hugo Chavez when he was in charge of Venezuela, where Hugo Chavez was told by the King of Spain to, Cayete, chachalaca. So I'm surprised there wasn't a war after that because, (laughs) anyway, that was, it was pretty funny to learn about that down there. All right. Anyway, they're definitely going solar. Uh, And then, you know, over the next uh, few podcasts, I want to talk about what's kind of upcoming in 2023 for uh, solar. And uh, one topic I wanted to bring up was just so many people have gone solar over the last, you know, five, 10 years that they are really outgrowing uh, what their what their solar panels are producing. And mm. so more and more people are just getting comfortable with paying a, a pretty big true up bill. We talk to people a lot who especially this year because of all the heat and air conditioning uh, and electric cars we're not where it's getting more and more common to see, you know, 1,000, 2,000, $3,000 true up bills. And the difficult part is on their first installation, they kind of went, you know, they use the prime South facing, which is right. great, but, but now the solar panels are producing about double the output uh, in that same footprint. So there's kind of a, do I remove 
the you know this low producing solar panel system, replace it with a new one, or do I try and fit the new system around the old system, or do I just try and find new space to put the new system? Because uh, one way or the other, we got to we got to we have to expand the system. So it's a uh, quite a dilemma. So the, the old solar panels are just a lower wattage, right? Is that why? Yeah, not, not yep. like they so, degraded that much. It's no, just... no, they're they're still producing. It's just a like a, in a six foot by three foot box, the panels you know five ten years ago were producing about two hundred uh, watts per panel, and today it's very common to see a three hundred seventy or you know three eighty four hundred kilo or four hundred watt solar panel. So almost almost the same footprint. We it's almost double the the output, and so you know if you have thirty of these low producing panels. Potentially, we could replace them with 20 new ones that are producing about and get to the, you know, even higher output than before. So, uh, but, you know, there's a big investment into that initial yep. initial round of solar. Mm-hmm. But it, it's something that more and more solar customers are struggling with is, you know, do they add on more? The other thing is the newer solar panels are most, most of them are all black. And a lot of times the panels that were put up five or 10 years ago were different. Not, <laughs> they were not all black. Oh. And so... They're not matching, and so people are not so excited about that. Uh, oh but, boy! Come you know, on! I know, I know. <laughs> they, they, it's, oh, I know you're you're very functional. Yeah, a lot of people are form, yes. uh, and you know they're thinking about what's the what is it going to do to my resale value, and uh, you know all of that kind of stuff. So it's lots of things that dis- to come, uh, you know, to decide. But there's also plenty of people who need new roofs, and so they're kind of looking at okay, well maybe this is a time where I pull off all the old ones, get the new roof and put in a new system that has all the bells and whistles and what I would have done different. You know, I'm not going to lease. I'm not going to do a pace loan. not going to be, you know, I just want to buy it or, you know, I want to finance it with a, a loan that's not uh, outrageous uh, loan fees and that kind of stuff. So we're seeing more and more people who uh, kind of want to do it better this next time. Uh, lots of people who just want to add on. And as long as we have room on the roof, it definitely makes sense, but it's uh, you know it's a decision point uh, that more and more solar customers are going to have to decide, or you know, do they stick with their true up bill that will one hundred percent get more more expensive every year because those the the rates that PG&E is charging during the day is just going uh, higher and higher and higher. So it will make sense <laughs> to expand, and as we've talked about before, it generally makes sense to start looking at expanding a solar panel system when the true up bill exceeds about a thousand dollars. And so after that, then it's, it definitely makes a lot of sense. And that's because the buyback on the system will be short enough, like five, 10 years or five, seven years, something like that. It's correct. Uh, with the tax credit going to 30%, uh, that makes a lot of sense. They can also stay on their current rate code. So they're not getting transitioned to the NEM 3.0 that we talked about in the beginning, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of factors to consider for sure. But it's, uh, it is a, a something to consider <laughs> for sure as we as we head into 2023. And like I said, the next few podcasts will be uh, talking about some more upcoming trends and how things are progressing. All right, we're going to wrap it up there. So if you have a question for us for an upcoming episode of Straight Talk Solarcast, you know what to do. You can go to our Facebook page. It's Straight Talk Solarcast. And if you have a question, you can send us a message through there. 
If you'd like to see and listen to a library of our past episodes, you also know what to do, and that's go to our website, solarharmonics.com. Click on the podcast link at the top, and you'll be taken to a library of our past episodes. As always, if you can drop us a review, a five-star review, that would be wonderful, and refer a friend to this podcast because it will save them thousands upon thousands of dollars over the life of their system. And what better friend is there than that? I don't know. Until next time. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy. Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.